0: be encouraged welcome to a podcast centered around being encouraged being an encouragement to someone and being encouraged replacing fear with unwavering trust i hope you are encouraged today by a message from michelle reynolds no matter what phase you are in in life you can be encouraged in christ hi you guys welcome back so today i just really wanted to spend time and fully express myself and my thoughts you know we are going to go into scripture but i think that today there is just so much that's going on in my mind that i'm asking god to give me clarity on and sometimes for me i just have to talk i just have to really talk things out in order for me to process what it is that god is telling me and showing me and then Sometimes I really don't have a good understanding of a topic until I'm having a conversation with someone. So even though I'm in my closet by myself, I'm having a conversation with you. So that way I'm able to talk out the things that I feel like God is showing me. And I pray that it helps you in whatever way that he sees fit. Um, One thing that I have sat back and realized, especially since COVID has happened, is that one, I've been put in a place where I'm surrounded by intelligent people all the time at the school i work in in the church that i belong to just the friendships that i have i'm surrounded by people who not only seek god for wisdom but they actually apply that wisdom and then i'm surrounded by people who just have human intelligence who have book knowledge beyond what i have and it's a blessing for me because i get to learn so much more just by being in that environment by being in those environments i absorb things through conversation. I absorb things through observation. So it's really been good for me with Corona and with COVID, COVID, whatever you wanna call it, it's been good for me to kinda be among different groups and learn from them. So at the school, at St. Anthony, at the school that I work at, I am on the wellness committee. I am a part of a group of parents and the principal who make decisions for the health and wellness of the students at the school. So of course, we were talking about different policies and procedures to put in place to make sure that we're keeping the kids safe and being in that room with these intelligent women really blew my mind at how much knowledge and information they had but also their care and concern for not just their children but every child that attends that school i said all that to say though as I was sitting in the room and even though these women have this abundant amount of knowledge and they have, they're connected to people who have even more knowledge, doctors and different things of that nature or different people of that field in those types of fields. And nobody knows the answers. We're, we're all talking about the best things that we should do. We're all talking about how we should handle situations, but none of us has the answer. So okay, after that meeting, I had another meeting with um other people. Uh, just all surrounding practical things to do in order to keep our children safe. And even in that meeting, they were we have so many great ideas. We have so many things that we can implement and do, but none of us know what's the right thing to do. None of us know the best answer or the solution to the problem. We can only do what we think is best and put forth our best effort. And the more I sat back and really just started to pay attention and listen to everybody around me speak and talk about well this happening and that happening, what we can do about this and what we can do about that, I realized that we are all really dumb. (laughs) like we are all really ignorant about a lot of things and I'm not saying that in a bad way and notice I say we because I'm included in that number and I would like to think that I have a good head on my shoulders but at the end of the day we are all foolish we are all dumb because we don't know anything every morning that we wake up every morning that we start the day off we don't know what's going to happen a minute from that time that we woke up, we don't know what's going to happen five minutes from the time that we woke up. And what we do is we try to plan for a week from today, we try to implement practices for a month from today. And I'm not saying that being prudent is bad, I am learning the value of being wise and preparing for the future. But what I am saying is that when we rely totally or solely on our own knowledge, when we rely on our own understanding of things, it makes us foolish. It makes us really foolish because we don't understand what we're supposed to be doing. And that's why it is so important for for us to constantly, and when I say constantly, I mean in everything, Go to God and seek his wisdom and understanding because he's the only one that knows. He's the only one that really understands what needs to happen or what needs to be done in order for his purpose and will to prevail. So I think that we get into this rat race of trying to figure out all the answers and never really stop and say, I don't have to have it figured out. I just need to consult God and be obedient and i think that that's what's happening now in society. We are realizing that no matter how many guardrails we put in place, no matter how many practices we try to implement, we have no idea what really needs to do, what really needs to happen. So in Proverbs it tells us over and over to allow God to order our steps. He directs our steps. He is the one who leads us in the ways that we're supposed to go. But we get so caught up in thinking that we know it and that we understand understand God enough that we know what he's going to do. And we really don't. So with COVID, everybody, everybody, including myself, we were all caught off guard. We were all took by surprise. None of us would have expected this to happen. I read this or I heard this. Um I read it I think on Facebook. It was a post and it said um one question that everybody got wrong was 5 years ago when they asked you where do you see yourself in 5 years? Nobody would have ever said they saw themselves this way. And it's absolutely true. We would have never said we're going to be in a world pandemic. Um, everybody's the normal is going to be. Everybody's wearing face masks. When you walk into a store, when you walk into a certain type of building, your temperature has to be taken. You have to write your information down before you go in. None of us would have thought that because we cannot see into the future. We do not have the comprehension and understanding that God has. But I think that it's important that, again, I remind us that this did not catch God by surprise. He was not surprised by COVID at at all. He knew and he knows what the end result is before we even found out that it was happening. And I think that people fail, as humans, we fail to, to live that truth. We fail to really understand the significance of God already knows. He already has the answer. He has already seen the end result. So anything that comes against us, we're told from the beginning before we even go through the process that we have victory. We are told in the beginning that anything that comes against us is defeated because of who we serve, because of who we trust to be our Lord and Savior. But okay, so that was my rant. I'm gonna get into the scripture. Our scripture is gonna be Job chapter 36, and I'm going to pick up at verse 22. It says, God is exalted in his power. Who is a teacher like him? Who has prescribed his ways for him or said to him, you have done wrong. Remember to exalt his work, which people have praised in song. All humanity has seen it. Mortals gaze on it from afar. How great is God beyond our understanding? The number of his years is past finding out. And even in even in Christianity, even in religion, we can get caught up in trying to have an answer or have an explanation for the characteristics of God. And though the Bible gives us many great characteristics of God and how he interacts with us, We cannot fully understand or grab a hold of with our finite minds and really comprehend God the way a lot of us strive to do, a lot of us want to do. And for me personally, I can say that at one point in my relationship and one point in my growth with God, I felt like I had to have an answer. For everything if someone came to me and asked me a question about my faith I felt like I had to be able to explain what it is that God has done or he is doing and I realized that I am NOT always able to put into words what who God is or what God does and I think that again I'm gonna say even as a body of believers We can get caught up in feeling like we have to know the answers. We have to really be able to understand how God works. And when we run into a situation or a circumstance and we can't explain God or we can't explain why he did a certain thing, we can tend to doubt or we can tend to lose our faith because, or we can tend to shrink away from God because we can't explain in our minds why he did something. So for example, say if something terrible happens to a child or if someone dies unexpectedly, and we're caught off guard by, it. we're taken by surprise by that event or that circumstance, and we don't have an explanation, we can't put into words why God did that thing, then we could turn our back on God or we could blame him for a situation because we don't really have a full understanding of who he is and the things that he do. Um, I digress. Verse 27. He draws up the drops of water, which distill as rain to the streams. The clouds pour down their moisture and abundant showers fall on mankind. Who can understand how he spreads out the clouds, how he how he thunders from his pavilion. See how he scatters his lightning about him, bathing the depths of the sea. This is the way he governs the nations and provides food in abundance. He fills his hands with lightning and commands it to strike its mark. His thunder announces the coming storm. Even the cattle make known its approach. And as I was reading that just now and before, I think about science. I think about um, the study of life and, and everything else that humans have. Use their God given gifts and talents to create and to form and to understand. And really, there's so much knowledge out there. You can go on Google, you can go on YouTube, you can search any topic that you want. You can go and search how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and you will get multiple ways of making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You will get multiple people teaching different information teaching it in a different way, giving new perspectives on any topic that you want. And still, we lack information. We lack understanding about certain topics. There is so much information out there that's so easily accessible, but yet as humans, we cannot process it and comprehend it all. So how could we, how can I think that for a moment I can comprehend the works of God. Science has evolved over years, over thousands of years, and we still are trying to figure out answers about the world in which we live. Things change every day. So how can we think for a moment that we can comprehend and understand God and also his workings and being able to manipulate him into anything, or being able to change the future or get ahead of him in anything because he has all knowledge, he has all knowledge, so it is so important um and I think that I need to really drill this for me, you know, even if it's not for you, it's for me that every morning that I get up, I need to constantly seek God's wisdom. For what I'm supposed to be doing. Because I have no idea. I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing today. But every morning. I want to do whatever it is. When I wake up. I want to do whatever it is that God tells me to do. Over these past few months. That I've really just kind of gone into my sacred place. And spent time with God. And allow him to grow and develop me. I realized that there are three things that I do every morning. The first thing that I do every morning. Is I thank God for waking me up. I thank him for giving me the gift of life because I have no control over that. So I first thank him for for blessing me with the opportunity to serve him. The second thing I do is I say, okay, Lord, here I am. I'm reporting for duty because I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. I need to seek his understanding and follow his direction in every step and to really see what it is that he's telling me to do. And then I need to do those things. But then I also ask myself, what's important. Because I can often get distracted by doing everything all at one time and, and wanting to get ahead of God because I feel like he's giving me a plan. He's telling me what to do. And sometimes He, he that's true. He gives me the plan. He tells me what to do, but I have to wait on his timing. And so I, I want you to think about that. Every morning that you wake up, thank God for the gift of life ask him what it is that you're supposed to be doing today what is it that you're supposed to be saying today and then ask him what's important because just because he gives you instructions today doesn't mean that you have to do that thing that day you also have to be obedient to his timing and i think that the more we grow in our relationship with god the more we understand that intimate personal relationship with him the more we understand when he's telling us to do something how he's telling us to do something what people to involve in in that situation or what people to bring in, who to seek wisdom and advice from. He directs our steps. He orders our steps for us, but we have to consult him in every area of our life. Um, So that's all I have for us today, y'all. It's just us really understanding that we're foolish and dumb. We're just humans and we don't have to know all the answers, but we do have to know the person, the God who does know all the answers, and his name is Jesus Christ. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pray for us, and I'm going to end there, y'all. I love you. Father God, thank you so much for blessing me with the gift of life. Lord, thank you for giving me the opportunity to show your goodness to others, Father God. I pray that you continue to use me however you see fit. Lord, I pray that every word that I say and every action that I take will bring you glory, Father God. And I pray that you would keep me from wanting to share in that glory, but to only exalt your name, Father. Lord, thank you. Thank you for wisdom and understanding. Help us to know and understand that we don't have to have it all figured out, Father God, and we don't have to know all the answers. Help us to see how we're supposed to trust you in every situation and circumstance that come into our lives. I pray that you would help us to just come to you and submit our plans, Father God. I pray that you would help us to commit our actions to you. Lord, we know that there's nothing that we can do apart from you. Even the things that we need to do in order to grow our relationship with you, Father God, we cannot do that within our own strength. So I ask for your spirit to be poured out on us, Father God. Help us. Lead us, guide us, protect us, and not only that, Father God, but I pray that you would help us to have the desire to seek you in all things, Father God. Before we make any decision, I pray that you would help us to consult you, Father God. And Lord, I just thank you again for being exactly who you are the faithful, consistent God, the provider that you are, Father God. And Lord, as we have so many things on our mind, anything that's causing us to be anxious or to worry or to doubt, Father God, I pray that you will remove those things. And replace it with your peace and your presence. And Lord, again, I just thank you for being who you are. And I thank you for the gifts that you give me. I pray that everything I say and do brings honor and glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope this message encourages you today. Please share and come back next week for another episode of Be Encouraged.